Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Now, I know that a lot of people are stuck in the house this Monday due to the coronavirus and I was really excited to get on here to talk to you guys because I really wanted you guys to know that this is not a time to feel sad. This is not a time to feel down. This is not a time to feel like you're missing out on anything or a time to feel like you're falling behind. This is a time to plot and plan for what God has next for you. What a lot of people don't understand is that beasts are built in the wilderness and the wilderness is usually a place of isolation where God can reach you directly and speak to you and let you know what he wants you to be working on to prepare for what's coming next. So don't think of this time as a sad time. Don't think of this time as a time that you're being defeated and you can't go out and explore the world. You are exploring yourself. Dig deep into yourself and think about some goals that you plant for this year. Revisit your vision board that you made in January. Revisit the goals and the things that you said you wanted to accomplish before 2020 and really focus on those things and see what internal work can you begin to do to better prepare you for when those things come to pass. This is the perfect Perfect time to put your faith forward and begin to focus on things that fuel the faith that you said you had at the beginning of the year. What are some things that you wanted? What are some plans you had? What are some goals that you want to reach? You have to be the person that's able to obtain those goals. So begin to work on you. Spend time tapping into your solitude. Spend time in your words. Spend time asking God for clarity and direction. This is the time that powerhouses are created. I am more then excited for this season right now. I see a lot of people down and a lot of people saying they don't have anything to do. You have plenty to do. You have self-care that you can indulge in right now. And it's not by force. It's by choice that you get to sit and spend time with you and really see, is that job where you need it to be? Or do you have a business inside of you? Really see those connections and those friendships that you had. Were they pushing you closer to your purpose or pulling you away and just being distractions? This is a time of self-evaluation This is the time that God wants to get you to himself to show you where you have been in life and where he wants to send you. This is the time that God wants to evaluate everything that's happening around you. Evaluate your mindset. Why are you thinking like that? Why are you eating like that? Why were you spending like that? Did you have to go out every night or did you need this time in the house? Do not look at this time as a time of lack. Do not look at this time as a time that you are shut down and you are bound to the four walls. This is where creativity happens. Amazon, Steve Jobs, they all created these billion dollar corporations in the house in the same four walls that we are in right now. So I really wanted to get on here and start off by letting you know that this is a powerhouse season. I've been talking about powerhouse, how to have a powerhouse ministry, a powerhouse person. This is the making. This is the training. This is our boot camp right now. The time where we're in the house and we're thinking this is where new ideals are created. You can't go outside and get inspired by somebody else. You can't keep up with what somebody else is doing because you don't know what they're doing in their house. All you can do is tap into you and that is your power. Your power lies within you because the creativity that God is pulling out of you right now, nobody else has access to it. Nobody else can work on the project that you're working on because nobody else knows about it. Everyone is in their own four corners and once this is over, there will be a new level of creativity that hits the earth and it's only from the spirit realm. Everything that God wants 
wants to do next is manifesting right now within us being in our four walls. So I challenge you to don't look at this time as a time of sadness. Don't look at this time as a time where you're being told what to do and you feel like the walls are caving in on you. No, the walls are showing you that there's no limit to the things that you can do with just your mind and God pouring into you and speaking into you. So I wanted to challenge you to get into your word. Read your word, watch a motivational speech, watch a sermon, and it will motivate you and activate you to a new level and pull out parts of you that you would have never known were in you if you were so busy in the world. Woo! You can tell I had that bottled up in me for a little minute now, okay? Like that was just sitting in my spirit because there's so many people who are just miserable. And what it makes me think is, are you really happy with yourself? Can you really find peace and happiness and joy in the presence of yourself? Or do you always need people and distractions around you to keep your thoughts from facing the thoughts that you've been running from? Sit down with yourself and really self-evaluate. When you self-evaluate, that gives you the opportunity to also grow because you're facing the parts of you that need to die off, that are dead and need to be cut off and is making room for new parts of you to be brought to life. So this is a time of a new thing happening. Do you not perceive it? Isaiah says, God said he's doing a new thing. And that's what I believe he's doing in this season. And some people are not perceiving it because they're so bound to the way that the old was happening but it's a shift happening in our world right now and you're either going to get drowned out in it or you're going to be up on the wave so I want you to not focus on the now because the next is coming and it's coming quick and when it comes if you're ready you're going to thrive if you're ready you're going to march into purpose boldly and prepare with a new mindset and new ideas and new creativity that this world is going to be looking for that God has already prepared a lane for so don't look at this time as a time of lack this is a time to level up and that's all I gotta say about coronavirus you know what I'm saying I keep hearing Cardi B in my head coronavirus like I don't know that song is stuck in my head like I don't know it's just stuck but we're gonna pray at the end but as for now that's all the attention that sis getting okay corona this is not your show this is not about you okay this show is about Christ. So moving right along. As you guys can see, today's episode is titled Proverbs Powerhouse. And if you know anything about the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is all about wisdom. That if you want to learn, if you want knowledge, if you want wisdom, if you want understanding, read the book of Proverbs. And I was watching a Torrey Roberts sermon last night and he was talking about how the book of Proverbs is about wisdom. And he was like, um, it's 31 books, it's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. So you guys can read a chapter a day for like a month if you really want wisdom. And I took it upon myself to challenge myself to do that because I feel like right now in this season, what God is doing and what he has coming next is going to require a supernatural level of wisdom. It's going to require his wisdom in order to guide us and let us know how to prepare for what's coming next. I don't care about what's happening now. 
when I say I don't care, I mean that in the most humblest way possible. I do not care about what's going on. I care about what God is going to do once this thing is over. How do I need to be prepared? How do I need to move for what's coming next? Because I don't want to get left behind. I want to be in the, mm-hmm, I knew this was coming crowd. So I need God's wisdom, not my own wisdom, but God's wisdom, God's knowledge, God's understanding. How does God view this? What's his clarity and his perspective of this, of what's happening in our world? right now so I challenge myself and I'm telling you guys because I also want to challenge you to read one chapter of Proverbs every day and really dissect it like we always talk about to see the type of wisdom and knowledge that's hidden behind the text so grab your journals Y'all be thinking I'm going to forget to say it. I'm not going to forget to say it. So grab your journals because I have three Proverbs powerhouse points for you guys to write down today that I got and that God dropped into my spirit while I was reading the first chapter of Proverbs. But before I go over those three powerhouse points, I want to thank someone that went on the Anchor app and made a donation to the podcast. Um... I went to see how they were able to do that. And basically the Anchor app has an area where it says support the podcast and it has like three sections. So it's one for 99 cent, one for 4.99 and one for 9.99. And it's like, I don't know if they like make you register for it or whatever, but it's called like a monthly um, contribute, contribute to the podcast and someone donated to the podcast. So I do want to say Thank you so much for supporting the Christian Bay podcast. I do have some great things that I am working for you guys. So working on for you guys. So I wanted to take the time to thank whoever that person was for making a donation to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. And I also wanted to take some time to tell you guys about my new journal that I just started um, working in because I finished my last journal. It's like a blush pink and it's blessed is she who believes. And what I like most about this journal is that it has um, the Bible verses at the top. And usually the journals that I've seen have the bottom, the bottom, the Bible verses at the bottom But this journal has the Bible verses at the top. And what I loved most and what touched my spirit was that the Bible verse that was on the page that I'm on today actually aligns with um, the scripture or one piece of the scripture that I'm going to be reading to you guys. So I thought that was kind of interesting how God allowed that to play out. And it really spoke to my spirit. So this journal that I'm using now is the Ecolo World Traveler Journal. It's spelled E-C-C-O-L. L-O, and it's a world traveler journal. It was made last year, 2019, made in China. And it's a blush pink and it's really small. I could fit in any purse. And I really, really like it a lot. So I wanted to tell you guys about that because I always say grab your journals. So I wanted to let you guys know what journal I'm currently grabbing right now if you're interested in getting you one to grab. Now to the word. So like I said, I read the first chapter of the book of Proverbs. And the first point that stood out to me was verse 22, which says, how long will you who are simple love your simple ways? And the first thing that I want you to write down is that if you are a powerhouse or if you want to have a powerhouse ministry, you need to understand that your ways aren't the greatest ways. 
You cannot be a powerhouse if you believe that you have all of the best ideas, that nothing can top your ideas, that no one can tell you anything, because you have to understand two things. One, that sometimes God speaks through people. So there may be somebody who does not have a leadership position around you or somebody who doesn't usually have all the best ideas and God sends a word through that person that sends a breakthrough or sends the next level of creativity for your purpose that you need to tap into the next level of anointing that he has for you. But if you're stuck in pride and ego and you feel like your ideas are always the greatest ideas and you always know best, then you're who he's talking about in verse 22 when he says, how long will you who are simple love your simple ways? We have to be aware of the fact that our mind is nothing compared to God's mind. We have to be aware of the fact that there are some things that God has called us to that we haven't even thought of. We don't even have the capacity to think of it. That's why we must do intentional things to tap into God's wisdom, like reading the book of Proverbs, like praying for him to surround us with people that are connected to him because he can speak to them and they can speak to us and it could be a direct transfer of God's wisdom wisdom through our godly community. That's why he says that iron sharpen irons because if I'm a friend of God, if I'm a friend of yours and I'm connected to God and you're my friend and you're connected to God, when God shares wisdom with me, I share wisdom with you. When he shares wisdom with you, you share wisdom with me. We're constantly sharpening each other because God's wisdom is endless. So you have to understand that your ways are not always the greatest ways if you want to be a powerhouse. If you want to have a powerhouse ministry, you have to understand that wisdom and direction comes from the almighty God and he has multiple streams and multiple ways of releasing it. So don't be so simple minded to think that your ways are the best ways. I've seen it a million times and I've probably done it a a million times unintentionally or intentionally and had to repent for it. We get in leadership positions or we get in positions, period, that may not even have a title. We get in positions or we get in our mind that we know what's best and we begin to act off of our own thoughts without realizing that you don't know what's best. God knows what's best. And if he's placed you in a position, it's because he's trusted you to seek him for direction and how to fully operate in that position. So never get to the place to where you think that your ways is the best way. God's ways, his thoughts, his moves, his motives are far above ours. So if you are a powerhouse, you need to understand where your power comes from. Like I said in last week episode, you need to understand and rebuke yourself when you begin to think that your ways are the best ways. If you continue to read the book of Proverbs 23 says, repent at my rebuke. That means repent for thinking that you know best when it comes to your life, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your ministry, when it comes to your business, repent for thinking that your way is the best way. Then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings because we have to understand that supernatural blessings, supernatural miracles, and the type of legacy and success that we want to tap into cannot come from our mind. It cannot be produced from our ways. It can only be produced from our father. Only God can create legacy. Only God can create and release success. Only he can. 
So when we understand that and we sometimes get ahead of ourselves because I'm saying we because I've done it before and it, it just happens naturally. We don't even try to do it sometimes. You just get caught up in the moment and your passion takes over you and you think this is a good idea. I'm just going to execute this. And when we run ahead of God, we have to repent. And when we repent, he understands that God, I didn't mean that in my heart. I know that your way is the best way. So I'm repenting. I'm asking you for forgiveness. And his word is telling us that when you repent at my rebuke, then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings. That's when you will tap into power. That's when you will tap into supernatural success that's never been seen or witnessed before. That's when you will tap into the purpose and the legacy that God has created you to achieve. The second Proverbs powerhouse point comes from verse 31, which says they will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. Now, I wanted to read this in another translation to really understand the meaning behind what was being said in this verse. And I went on the Bible app. Um, if you guys don't have the app, it's the you go to the Apple store and you type in Bible and it's the brown one. They have an option where you can click on a Bible verse and hit the compare button. And it shows you different translations, which breaks down a specific verse in different ways for you to read and understand it. So I hit the easy translation and it says, so now other people will punish you and and everything that you do will make life very difficult for you. And I thought that was interesting because in order for God to be able to say something like that, God must be ahead of us. He must understand that you can make a decision right now that will make life difficult for you five years from now. And with him understanding that that's just showing us a piece of the wisdom that he has, of the knowledge that he has and why he says, do not think that your ways are the best ways. Do not lean on your own understanding because I'm able to see five years from now. I'm able to see 10 years from now that the decision that you think is best to make right now you might not feel the same in the future I thought it was very interesting in verse 31 when I read in the NIV that it said they will eat the fruit of their ways and then when I read it in the easy version it says so now other people will punish you and I tried to think and ask myself or ask the spirit how does those two connect how could they possibly mean the same thing and what the spirit dropped into my spirit was that when you make decisions based on your own knowledge or based on your own wisdom, it has consequences attached to it. And sometimes those consequences are given to you by other people that your decision affected. So you have to think about yourself when you were five years old. Think about the 10-year-old you. Think about the 15-year-old you and the decisions that you made. Do you want to deal with the consequences that comes with those decisions that you made in that immature state? You were young. There was a lot of things that you did not know when you made those decisions, but you made them because at the time you thought they were wise. At the time, they felt like the right thing to do. And even if they affected some other people, and even if it came back with some backlash from other people, in your mind, that was the right decision to make because you were a child at that time, because that's how far your mind had processed. It hadn't become a full grown mind for you to understand the other parts of what 
whatever decision that you made and the consequences that were attached to it, your mind hadn't thought that far along. And that's what God is trying to tell us right now. Your simple ways, your simple thoughts, your your mind is still a child's mind to God because you are his child. So when this verse says they will eat the fruit of their ways, now other people will punish you. It's because the fruit that you choose to plant with your decisions and the people that it affect, it will come back to you if you're not seeking God for his wisdom and his direction instead of your own. So the second Proverbs powerhouse point that I want you to write down is don't get high off your own supply. (laughs) Don't do it because your mind is not full grown, at least not compared to God's mind. He's far ahead of you. He knows what's coming next. And if you make a decision right now based off of your own thoughts, off of your own decision, off of your own wisdom, It makes it clear to us in verse 31 that everything that you do will make life very difficult for you. The third Bible verse that stood out to me in the first chapter of Proverbs was the final Bible verse, which is verse 33. And it says, but whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. And I wanted to end with this Bible verse, not just because it is a Proverbs powerhouse verse, but because it also applies to the coronavirus, that whoever listens to God, whoever listens to the prompting of the Holy Spirit will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm because you understand, like we talked about in points one and points two, that God is ahead of all of this, that God knows what's going to be happening on in March 2021. So if you're telling me that everything's going to be okay today, I can rest in that fact. I can live in that and I can be at ease and not have fear because I know that you are ahead of me. I know that your mind is mature. I know that your mind is far ahead of the coronavirus. Coronavirus can't take you. Coronavirus can't stop your plans. Coronavirus can't change your word and make it become void. So I can rest in the stability that my faith is rooted and grounded in you. So verse 33 is perfect for our powerhouse series because if you are a powerhouse, if you have a powerhouse ministry, I want you to understand that with you listening to the word of God, with you living in his presence, you and your ministry can be at ease and understand that there's nothing that can harm you. There's nothing that can take away your power. There's nothing that can take away your prosperity. There's nothing that can deactivate your purpose because you are living in the almighty. You are living in the source of power so nothing can overcome you no nothing can take you down because you are with the overcomer of overcoming you are with the one that defeated the world so in his presence you have all power in his presence you have all anointing in his presence you do not have the fear of anything else because we say it all the time if God be for me who or what can be against me. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for blessing us with another day. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on this platform, Father God, to speak on this podcast, which is ultimately yours, Father God. I thank you for making me a vessel. I thank you for using me to get your word through, Father God. I pray that you cover each and every one of these listeners, Father God. I pray that this podcast deposits a seed of peace within them, Father God, a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace that surpasses the updates of the news, a 
peace that surpasses coronavirus, a peace that surpasses fear and doubt and worry that tries to creep into their mind and take over their thoughts, Father God. Right now, I rebuke those spirits and I send them back to the pits of hell where they came from, Father God. I dismantle the thoughts of isolation. I dismantle the thoughts of depression, Father God, and feeling left out or feeling not thought about, Father God. I pray that you surround each listener, Father God. Comfort them, Father God. Let them know that you are with them in the midst of chaos, Father God. Let them know that this is the time for their faith to arise and be activated like no other, Father God. Let them know that your word still stands. The promises that you placed in their heart at the beginning of this year will still come to pass, Father God. Let them know that your word cannot return to you void, Father God. Let them know that you did not call us to live in the spirit of fear, Father God. Let them know that we have nothing to worry about because we are the daughters and the sons of a king, Father God. Let them know that with the blood, the blood, Father God, is over us, Father God. And with the blood, nothing can touch us, Father God. Let them know that you are a God of structure and order, Father God. And with obedience comes your covering, Father God. So I pray that everyone is taking precaution. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast washes their hands, Father God. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast is safe and sound, Father God. And I pray over their family and friends, Father God. I pray that they take this time to open their mouth and declare your word, Father God. I pray that they take this time to drop to their knees and demand some breakthrough in their household, Father God. Demand breakthrough in the world, Father God. Demand healing to overflow on our earth, Father God. I ask that your presence be made now more than ever, Father God. I pray for special encounters, supernatural encounters with you for each and every one of my listeners, Father God. I pray for an overflow of testimonies once this coronavirus is passed, Father God. I pray that your kingdom is glorified like no other, Father God. I pray that people have encounters with you that they talk about for years to come, Father God. I pray for the souls that are coming to Christ right now, thanks to the coronavirus, Father God. Your word says that all things work together for our good, and that includes this virus. So I thank you for the souls that are coming to you. I thank you for the the family that is being restored, Father God. I thank you for the love that's coming back to life due to this time of isolation, Father God. I thank you for the people who are finding their purpose and tapping into new levels of creativity and anointing, Father God. I thank you for you still being good in the midst of what seems like is bad, Father God. And I thank you for each and every one of my listeners leaving this podcast with a new perspective on what's happening today, Father God, and a new motivation and energy and determination to tackle the next head on, Father God, and not just tackle it, but thrive in it, Father God, not just thrive in it, but show glory and love to the kingdom in the mix of you excelling us and exalting us to the platform in the areas in the prosperity that you've called us to and you created for us when we were in our mother's womb. I thank you so much for blessing us with another day of life, Father God. I pray that you carry and cover and shield and protect us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. I will be on IG live tomorrow at 8 p.m. I look forward to seeing and speaking with you guys. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.